0: Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melodifestivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends, and don't forget to follow us on our social media. You search for Melovision podcast. Now let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the MeloVision podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything, Festival, and for the last time this season, Eurovision Song Contest. With me, Joachim and as always,
1: Philip! Hello, good evening! Happy Friday, but it's not Friday, but yeah. Happy 17th May, som man say know Norge! Oh yeah, it's uh,
0: Norway's uh, national National. day when we're recording this, and it's a long weekend here in Sweden, so we thought, why not celebrate with recording, having some wine or some cider or some, yeah, whatever we're drinking, and uh, (laughs) close this year with the 13th episode of the season. Uh, But it's not only us, it's also Craig. Hello,
1: hello.
2: How are you? I'm good, mostly tired from the previous week, but yeah, mm, good. What did you get up to? Uh, I don't know if you know, but
1: um I went to Liverpool. Mm.
2: That's so funny because
0: I did too. Oh, I didn't see you. <laughs> did you
1: meet each other? Did you hook up? <laughs> mm,
0: that's for that's off air. all right. <laughs> we can talk about that later, shall we? <laughs> uh, so yeah, how like in general? How are we feeling? It's been not, it's not really a week since um, Saturday, but a couple of days. um, Five, how do you feel? Smug. Smug. All right. (laughs) Philip? Yeah, that's
1: a great word. We did it. Yay! (laughs) Oh, so happy. In your face. (laughs) Oh God, here we go. Great.
0: I thought we were going to be nice and be all like royal and... Courteous and like good winners, but I mean, all I really truly want to do is be like. Beep, 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 beep.
1: Viva la France! Fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was pointing fingers. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I'm uh, mostly now. I don't like to dwell in the past because most of the past, these couple of days especially, has been negativity. So I'm like, let's look forward. What can we do better? And um, that means getting rid of a lot of fans and uh, bringing everyone that's nice to Sweden.
1: Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) they should have a like a control at the airport who did you vote for (laughs) yeah or like uh... did you you put out a nasty tweet or (laughs)
0: exactly like let me look at your tweets let me look at your comments on instagram oh you call Marina bitch well (laughs) yeah you need to leave go back to finland slash spain um all right um no should we just first because obviously yeah as we mentioned we went to liverpool Mm-hmm. Craig, what was your
2: impression of Liverpool as a host city? Oh my god, so so much better than last year. Mm. Like the whole city just embraced it. There was so much to do. There was a real buzz about the place. It was exciting. It was a complete 180 from the year before. And I I thought it was great.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: I, I mean I can only agree. It was
0: uh you couldn't turn a corner without noticing, okay, Eurovision is on. Like uh stores, restaurants, bars, pubs, um bus stops, like everywhere. It was everywhere. The trains, the trains were painted in Eurovision colors. Yeah. And if then of course, like basically Eurovillage taking over the whole dock. Yeah. Really. Mm. Um it was and everyone I think we said this, and when we were there, like everyone was so nice, like Liverpoolians, way to go! Like I never felt, I never felt uncomfortable. I never felt like um, it was unsafe. Well, no, no, I wouldn't say. Um, And I just felt like it was, yeah, great town. Would I go back? I don't know, but. Probably, maybe, yeah. 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 It's a good alternative to Manchester, I think. I would go back there sooner than Manchester. (laughs) Well, you know, we all Mm -hmm. have our preferences. Um, No, but I think they did a great job of hosting uh, as a city. Uh, Not talking about the show, we'll get to that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And special shout out to everyone we met uh you basically heard them all here on the podcast uh joe nigel seb uh, and then other nigel old nigel oh is that was that a bit rude uh well (laughs) nigel may uh, and david and everyone else uh that we met so much fun to just catch up uh, and see everyone Uh,
1: so fun nice What was the least favourite thing about Liverpool? There should be something.
0: the least, I would say, I mean, I would have loved if they would just put Liverpool somewhere closer to the equator. (laughs) Because, like, uh, I mean, it wasn't that many rainy days. We had the day when we arrived on the Monday. It was cats and dogs, let me tell you. It was Mm. crazy. And then a bit on the Thursday, I believe it was. Yes, Thursday. Uh, it rained. The day we went, we went to the village. Uh, yeah, the first time. The first time. Yeah, yeah, that was rainy. But I mean, other than that, it was fine. But uh, I mean, the nights it got a bit cold. Uh, now I'm being
2: picky though. Like, but I mean, we walked home mostly without a jacket. We didn't need one.
0: Alcohol helps. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah.
2: It wasn't, but, but your idea of cold is different to mine. I never felt cold. No,
0: no. No, I, I mean, but it it was just such a, like, pity that we went the week when Sweden got, like, fucking summer weather and, like, I mean, we got back thinking, like, was it this green when we left? I don't think so. Like, all the trees, <laughs> the grass, the flowers, everything, like, came alive. Uh, but, you know, it was, I guess it was worth it. You know, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and we had some a few days that were nice, but I would say the weather probably. Um, that was the only thing that I felt a bit like oh, I wish I could be wearing shorts, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, yeah, do Do you have anything that you, um, about the city, about the city in general?
2: Um, like the hosting, maybe I don't know. I know, th- not really, because I think I very much compared it to last year. And Hmm. everything was so much better this time that I find it difficult to find, to pinpoint something where I thought that wasn't so good. No, no, it wasn't too expensive. Uh, Well, with the
0: shitty Swedish crown right now, it's a bit expensive, but Mm -hmm. like if the economy was fine, it would have been a quite a decent year. I mean, cheap Ubers, the few that we took, um. Would have been nice if the tickets
2: had been a bit cheaper.
0: I mean, yeah, like tickets to the actual show, uh, a bigger arena, I would say. <laughs> I mean, because, uh, and we probably get to that when we come to talk about uh, next year. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that venue was probably a bit small to fill the need, uh, demand of for tickets. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but I mean, there were plenty of things to do during the nights, anyways, uh, for the for the shows. So mm-hmm. I think it was it was alright at the end. In the end, um, talking about the show, what did we think about the hosts? We had four for the final, at least. We had four uh, hosts, but for the semifinals, we had Alicia Dixon, Hannah Waddingham, Waddingham, and Julia. Sanina Sorry I'm not wearing glasses (laughs) right now Uh, And then for the final Of course we got joined by The lovely Graham Norton
1: Thoughts The hosts Uh, I think everyone Found their Their own and their own place In the show like Alicia she was in The green room she did that amazing Rap or whatever you call it In semi one uh and she looked amazing and then we had Julia Ukrainian of course and I think her English was very good and um, um, well Hannah uh, like if i can compare it to Petra Meda very not good but that dress in semi final one mm, shoot that stylist perhaps
0: oh well what well, was she rainbow that?
1: colors
2: yeah that wasn't great um, yeah. no no yeah. But beautiful tits. I mean, mm, yeah. great right, tits. Yeah, right up to her chin. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then Graham coming in for the final was that extra that they really, really needed to mm. like put it yeah. all together. So I, I enjoyed it very much. I like compared it to one of the better hostings in years.
0: Definitely. Uh, I do like it though. Maybe I'm a bit tainted by like um, how Melfest does it and how. The, the, the face of greg right now uh but like i like it when they incorporate the uh hosts a bit more in like maybe not all interval acts but in some way more than just standing there giving out scores and i like it when the hosts are a bit more like incorporated in the actual show more than just presenting uh but i think they did a great job and as you said philip like graham Graham doing the especially the the voting I thought was really clever and I mean he's so funny he's so he comes up with those like witty things that he says like on
2: the fly and yeah it's I mean he's great he's great I mean I'm obviously going to be very biased and think and say that I thought they were all great um especially Hannah I thought she was Mm. the real she seems to have become the real star Mm. Of the of the contest, which is great because I said to you earlier, it's only your vision was only the second thing she's ever hosted. And I think I mean, she looked like she'd been doing it for years. yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, hats off to her. and you know, I think you're right, Philip, everybody had their place, like Alicia was you know, good in the green room, good with that little rap that she did. Julia, she was great. I also love just like the little, things as well like when the presenters came on stage at first and their names came on the screen they changed julia's to ukrainian did you notice that
0: oh i don't think i noticed
2: that that's oh no, that, that was, was nice oh that's nice talk, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah yeah and then graham at the final i mean i feel like there would have been an outcry from the british public if he hadn't been mm. there because you know he's for a lot of casual fans he's the reason why people tune in Mm. Um. so yeah I really I really enjoyed it uh, I thought it was great hosting Um, and yeah I think it was definitely one of the better ones oh yeah I mean we haven't been spoiled in recent years because you know these are
0: the hosts that will you will remember these you know I can't for the love of god well okay yeah sure I remember Mika last year but that's because he was an artist. I won't remember him because he was, oh, he was such a great host. Like, he was all right, you know? Uh, Can't remember the host from Israel. Can't remember the host from the Netherlands. You know, they, they, there's quite, it's quite rare for the host to actually be able to show their personality. And maybe that's a language thing. It's a bit easier for, if you're, native native speaker
2: i was going to say the same thing maybe no. it's a bit of an advantage
0: but... but i mean pietra did it so
2: you know no yeah. <laughs> but there's but, not there's not many others that have though you know
0: no i think i it's definitely uh as you said like it's going to be pietra and hannah now they are the mm. the queens of hosting uh no doubt because i think uh we will get to voting and stuff later, but we before we started recording, we just rewatched the jury voting. And I think Hannah did a great job of controlling the audience when they needed to be told.
1: You shut up.
2: <laughs> and that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because when they announced the hosts at first, I think people were quite sceptical and they thought a lot mm-hmm. of the names were left field. Like obviously there was always going to be a Ukrainian person and everyone thought it was probably going to be Timur, but it wasn't. So happy that it wasn't. I'm sorry. Uh, we got to see enough of him. But um, I think when people were like, I mean, my initial reaction was who's Hannah Waddingham? And then I was like, oh, I remember her cause she was in Benidorm, but it turned out, you know, she's this great West End actress. And then obviously I knew Alicia and but everyone was like they wouldn't pick her because she doesn't work for the bbc but i think someone somewhere knew better than we all did (laughs) and um yeah they definitely all had
1: a place for sure yeah yeah and then maybe they have all of course worked together like rehearsing scripts get to know each other Mm. you know before that you know
0: yeah Yeah. weeks probably before Mm -hmm. this
1: so
0: (laughs) yeah probably Uh, No, I think they were great. What about the actual show then? If we talk about um, stage, uh, interval acts, opening acts, uh, the production in general, because I think that this is probably up par, if not even better than 2016, which by many is regarded as like the best one. I mean, if BBC doesn't win some sort of award like SPT did back then, um, that's a real shame because this was, I felt it, it felt expensive in a way, like everything. It was mm-hmm. so,
1: uh,
0: I don't know. The yeah. stage moved,
1: first of all, compared to last year. So <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That, I mean, kudos. Rai, take yeah. notes. Uh, on my, but this stage, first of all, it looked amazing. I like, uh the uh the flexibility of the stage that you can be at the end you could be at the front and mm-hmm. the lightning that came down on the sides from for example cyprus looked yeah. amazing so you could have it was like many different rooms in one state it looks amazing
0: yeah mm. uh, I, I think my favorite thing with the stage was the fact that as you said like it was so flexible like uh for georgia and i think it was cyprus as well they pull the leds to quite far in the front of the stage like uh, quite close to the edge mm-hmm. uh, and i i mean i'm no technician but that looked very advanced to be able to and then on i feel like it, on one side it was lights and then on the other side it was just plain leds so you had that flexibility there as well that like you could change from if one act i mean yeah they could actually turn so mm-hmm.
2: I think it's very interesting as well when you see it on TV compared to what you experience in the arena. For example, I think the stage on TV looks huge, Mm. but when you're actually in there, you're like, oh, actually, it's not so big. No, Um, No, And obviously, you know, it's primarily a TV show, so it doesn't really, I suppose it doesn't really matter what size the arena is anyway, but I mean, I think it was the same with Malmö and probably you know Tel Aviv that it looks so much bigger on TV than yeah. than, it, than it actually is which I think is quite amazing what you can do with a camera. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah I mean just those wide-angle shots like mm. it looks it looks huge when it's actually a tiny bit smaller than Malmö Arena or maybe the equal size but yeah. Uh, relax any thoughts? I mean, I thought in this first semi-final, uh, with Rebecca Ferguson and can't remember the, remember the Ukrainian woman's name, uh, but I thought that was really, really yeah. nice. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson and Alyosha, Alyosha, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Eurovision. Yeah, it was touching. Yeah, I thought that was really
2: good, and Beautiful, yeah, one of the better intervals, I think. Mm. It's a shame I actually didn't save that for maybe the final. Yeah, I think yeah. that was a bit wasted on semi
1: one. Mm. And what? Excuse me, and also with semi one, Rita Ora, what happened with the crowd? They just stand still. I,
0: I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I mean I think a lot of people know Rita Ora, uh, but I. Don't know if there's that many fans of Rita Ora, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> she has like tons of millions of pl- streams on Spotify and such, but is anyone like really that in to Rita Ora?
2: I think, well, the impression I always got at home was that everyone knows who she is. You listen to her songs, but she's nobody's favorite, mm. if you know what I mean. No, that's like Dua Lipa or
0: I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No one else.
1: But that way, I think she did a great medley overall. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think I feel like I did she even do your song. No, she didn't do your song, I think, which is like my in my opinion her best song. I just want one go? I don't songs anymore. I wanna hear your song
2: um, Your song's got me feeling it, She, she
0: doesn't
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure she didn't It's not a, a favourite of mine, so I wouldn't have missed it in. Mm. <laughs> All
0: right But I mean, she was there to plug her new song So um, Which I mean, if we talk about <laughs> Interval Acts That didn't happen Instagram, Twitter was going Crazy bananas on the Friday Before the final And thinking that Kylie was going to show up um people even like (laughs) thank you Joe uh like oh she was spotted at the Hilton in Liverpool and it's like babes no that
2: would have been so weird like so random though to be like well here's Kylie yeah just in the same way it was so bizarre to have Justin Timberlake and Madonna it's not necessary no I don't like those like here's just a big act a big
0: star for the sake of it yeah no but i guess i mean she is claimed by the brits so and the gays and the gays but yeah she doesn't have any eurovision connection so it's just weird uh i know i asked you philip before we started recording you haven't watched the interval act from the final uh someone was busy making drinks yeah and having socializing
1: yeah (laughs) Just having fun, waiting for the voting,
0: you know? (laughs) True, true. I mean, to be fair, we did the same on the Saturday, uh, but I watched it on Monday. Have you seen anything? I've seen Cornelia. Yeah. Well, I then can say who have seen it all. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great interval. Uh, Such a great homage to, like, Liverpoolian music with then eurovision acts performing them uh it was mahmoud cornelia jacobs um daddy. duncan lawrence daddy uh, daddy freyer uh Sonia, uh from uh, representing the uk um uh, i thought it was great so much fun um And the ending with Duncan Lawrence and all the acts then coming together with all the dancers and shots of Ruslana in Ukraine singing You Never Walk Alone, even though it's not my team. uh, I hate them. uh, I thought that was really moving, touching. Mm -hmm. Um, A great interval act, really. Uh, Maybe not super creative with a medley, but at least it was a medley for Liverpool, the city that we were in, you know. Do you feel like they incorporated Ukraine enough in in the intervals? In yeah, the...
1: yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, of course. In the opening, the flag parade. Mm, mm. Uh, they had the interval act. Uh, Tina Carroll? No, she was in the flag parade, correct?
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: wow. yeah. Who was Interval like Act 72? Oh, it was the Drag Queens. It was the Drag Queens. The Drag
0: Queens. That, that I enjoyed that. I thought that, yeah, was, that fun. was fun. Uh, and then uh, it was uh, a medley of uh, old um, Ukrainian folk music, I believe. Um, or old Ukrainian songs. Oh, yeah. Um, so. As well. Which I didn't really. I'm sorry, but I, I don't. It's too slow for me. I'm just like, oh, okay, next.
2: Um I prefer the drag queens, but hey, tell me something new. No, I think they did a really good job incorporating Ukraine, but I think it was also important to to do so to to do so, but also to remember that the BBC were paying for it, and so were you know Liverpool City Council. So mm. it was also important to incorporate a lot of Liverpool and the UK into it as well. So mm. yeah, mm. I mean, it was as many have said, the first
0: joint hosting ever in Eurovision history so you're gonna get a bit of and I felt it was 50-50 it wasn't like the UK or the Ukraine taking over I felt it was very Mm -hmm. 50-50 overall
1: yeah Kalush did a great opening for the final. I thought it was good.
0: Oh I love the opening video with like um uh, all that in the Ukrainian subway and then yeah. you know you saw a glimpse of uh, Kate playing the piano and like I I I I love that.
2: That went down like a sack of shit at the Euroclub though.
0: Yeah, they were in
2: Royalist She got boot. That's yeah. we can say that. <laughs>
0: You like yes, quit. I was like yes. and they were like boo, and I was like oh okay, shit, wrong crowd, wrong crowd, sorry. But I liked it. I thought it was yeah. cute. Uh, who else? Well, of course, we saw the king and queen in the uh, opening movie uh, in the Semi-Final one as well. Mm-hmm. When with um, wolfer walking past. Yes, mm-hmm. really. Yes. Yeah. Were you drunk? All that drunk already? Different people, yeah, they were in it, yeah. Uh, okay, should we move away from the show and talk about some results, shall we? Uh, we just mentioned then, of course, semi-final one Mm -hmm. and from the semi-final one we from the Melovision jury got seven out of ten which is like our standard score we always get seven but there's always those three songs that nip through uh that are usually i have to say like fan wags that we just don't like (laughs) really but they obviously this year with only televotes they got through so in the Correct order from 1st to 10th going through from Sami One was Finland, Sweden, Israel, Czechia, Moldova, Norway, Switzerland, Croatia, Portugal, Serbia. And that's it. And that's it. Good <laughs> <laughs> you stopped me there. I was gonna go on. Um, any surprises from Summy One? Serbia.
1: Mm, no,
0: not really. I would have to say, watching the rehearsal on the Monday, uh, from the arena, Serbia for me. That was when just the first verse. I was like, okay, Craig, I'm getting drinks and going to the toilet. See you in five. <laughs> like I was over it, and I can't remember who was after Serbia. Uh, I believe it was. Oh, it was with uh, the no Serbia. Latvia. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, oh, I'm going out. Um. I don't think he sounded good both in the semi-final and in the final I can't hear what he's singing
2: and I mean there's not much singing involved anyway it's just a lot of whispering and Mm. yeah
1: hello hello
0: hello
1: yeah but uh, Serbia 37 points and then Latvia 11 34 so it's close yeah very close. And um, um, who was last? Malta,
0: correct? Malta was last with only two televoids. No surprise for me. No three.
1: surprise for me.
0: Oh, sorry. I was looking at the running order. Yeah, three. Uh, I
2: think that's very, very unfair, actually.
1: I'm
0: surprised. I thought they would do better, especially when it was only televotes. But of course, like going then in second. Uh, but I mean, it's only like 15 songs. Your memory isn't that short. Like,
2: I, I'm, I was a bit surprised. Um, I mean, it went down an absolute treat in the hall. But then, you know, that's just an echo chamber of Euro fans, So you can't really gauge what's going to happen. No, apparently. Look at the final. <laughs> um,
0: no, but um, I was a bit... I think the Netherlands did a good job. Uh, and I personally like that song. Um, and I think they arranged it to suit their voices in a very clever way. Um, and I voted for it on during the night on semi semi one. Yeah, yeah. I like I really well, like yeah. the song. I, I okay. think it's cute. Uh, But I actually think that Switzerland got the most of my votes in semi one. So I'm really
1: happy they went yeah. through. It was a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, great staging, and I mean his vocals. Flawless
2: all the way through. Um interesting though that there was such a point difference between nine and ten.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh Portugal who came in ninth got 74 and Serbia 37. Yeah. So it really, I mean, it clearly was a strong top nine, and then it was really between Serbia and Latvia. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. um should we just mention since we had nigel on the podcast ireland uh surprise or not even with the huge camel toe
2: i mean it was never going through was it
1: no who thought that it was going through did we thought that
2: no uh no. maybe we did
0: oh, i should have had that up um um i mean he sounded awful in the rehearsal we thought something was wrong because he didn't sing through the whole song, but clearly he did the same thing during the fi- uh, semi-final
2: and barely sang the song. There was something wrong in this the rehearsal though because they came on stage and then they had to wait for eight just to start. I think something was broken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in the rehearsal and also in the live show, he just he looked like he didn't even want to be there. No.
0: And it didn't sound well.
1: Uh,
0: Going to semi-final two. The 10 acts that got through, starting from first to 10th was Australia, Austria, Poland, Lithuania, Slovenia, Armenia, Cyprus, Belgium, Albania, and Estonia. Surprises here. I mean, this was the boring semi final, to Like, no songs that no one particularly liked, at least from when we did our pre episodes. um I'm surprised Australia won that semi
1: final. Yeah. yeah. They brought a lot of good energy. They were also last. Yeah. They were last. Yeah. Uh, In the running order. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I um, yeah it w- was surprising overall uh, like now I'm going back to semi one like Norway came in fifth with the televotes mm. in semi one and then third in the final yeah. televoting Estonia came to the semi but it's all with the jury votes for the final so whatever no.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's quite a turnaround, though, for Estonia, like, coming 10th in the semi and then ending up top 10 in the final. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a turnaround. I would say also for Belgium, scoring, of course, there's fewer
0: countries to pick from, but getting 90 in the televotes in semi in the semi-final and then getting, like, what, 50 or something, um, I believe, in the final. Oh. That's a big change as well. I thought they would have have more support with uh, with the yeah they got 55 in the final and going from 90 to 50 like 55 that's um, yeah they lost some people obviously
1: yeah.
0: uh, but super happy I was like for me in 72 Belgium was like the one I needed to go and get through and so happy that Thank he you. got through and so happy that he did well as well in the final Poland ended up in third in the semi. Yeah, she didn't sound
1: bad. (laughs) I mean, I was surprised. I was like, oh, now it's bad vocals. And now it's like, hmm.
0: I mean, it's, it's, I think you pointed that out, Philip, in our pre Eurovision episode. Like, it's a song made for a person who can't sing. And so obviously she's going to nail that. But I think the staging was so weird. And that awkward dance break that they had, like, that was unnecessary, and the weird like projection of her on the LED screens when she actually could have just have a camera shot of her doing it because she didn't do anything. She didn't change clothes or, like, yeah, very weird. Uh, in this semifinal, though, it was a bigger gap between the tenth and eleventh spot. Estonia, who came in tenth, got seventy-four points. And Iceland, forty-four, who came in eleventh. So clearly, this top ten was more assertive than in semi one. I would have swapped ten and eleven round. Oh, absolutely. I feel bad for Iceland, just for them
1: as a country. Mm -hmm. Because I, I yeah, she just run around, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit messy. She was a good singer, but she just... Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth.
2: Mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it felt like a marathon. I could have got rid of Albania as well, actually. No.
0: No? no? Do you like Albania in the end?
1: No, but I thought it had its place in the final.
0: Hmm. What about our... If we should mention our other uh, Nordic neighbours, Denmark... Uh, fourteen got what it deserved. Yeah, mm. yeah. It didn't sound great, did it? Uh, no, <laughs> no. And it was that staging, talking about messy staging. Like it just ended up him running around that
1: bloody house. Like uh, I, I felt he wanted to do like a copy uh, of the TikTok sensation from last year, Rosaline with Snap. Yeah doing yeah. something similar, and because he's a TikToker, but also mm. I have seen him now, off, after on TikTok, he sings Loreen's song, amazingly on TikTok, I was like come on, you didn't even oh. I was like, everything is fake about him his age, his looks come on, yeah. Denmark."
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a quite uh, I read a lot of articles on the Friday then after the semifinal and from like Danish media being like, okay, shit, we need to do something now. It's been a couple of years since we had Denmark in the final and, but apparently they are gonna look over their MGP and see what they can do. And I mean, cause the quality of that national final has been so, so low for, in my opinion anyways, for so many years. So yeah, something needs to be done in Denmark.
1: I feel. Yeah. When to, when? No, I liked Denmark last year with the Danish song, but it didn't. Uh, it was eleventh place. Uh, the disco eighty song. Wasn't it that horrible girl band last year? Oh, yeah, it was the girl year, band the
2: year before. In in that, the show. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. in uh, in um, Rotterdam, that was yeah. good. I love that. But they came eleventh, so they were close, and that was like one point or something. That was super close. When did the last qualify? Um. Uh... It must have been Israel with the girl on the big chair. No, that was also shit. Yeah, I hated that song. Hated it. Nil from me that year, I believe. Mm -hmm. Talking about zero points (laughs) in semi two, we got the two songs. Our first zeros, uh, nilpwn for Romania and San Marino. No surprise there, really.
1: No. Well deserved.
0: <laughs> Romania famously got the lowest score, I would say ever in the Melovision jury. So, uh, <laughs> with only one point from a kind Philip. Was no. it you? It
1: was me. It was you. <laughs> I was like, come on, now, now I feel offended.
0: <laughs> it sure, it has wasn't me. Um, and then summary Marino like clearly, overall, rock this year didn't work that well. No, well, I, saying that, of course, Australia won this semifinal, but then later in the televotes in the final, that's 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 a big change. What okay. happened there? From winning the semifinal uh, with like hundred and forty nine points, and to then receive 10. only twenty one from the televotes, that that's a bit weird. Yeah. I'd say. But clearly, rock didn't work. I mean, Germany will get to the losers and the winners later. But yeah, rock wasn't people wasn't feeling rock this year. Or maybe some country that we won't mention stole all the points from the other rock groups. We'll see. Uh, anything else about the semifinals before we move on to the final that you want to bring up? No, cool. no all right then let's do this let's talk the final so let's start from the bottom uh the bottom five Here we go. <laughs> in absolute oh let's go from 22 uh in 22nd place was albania 23rd portugal 24th, Serbia. 25th, United Kingdom. And dead last, again, Germany. I must say I am a bit surprised by Germany doing so bad.
1: I'm not. (laughs) I think I gave Germany zero points, so (laughs) well-deserved. I wonder...
2: I do wonder if it would have worked better in German.
1: Maybe, oh, but yeah. also it is, doesn't feel authentic. It feels like a costume. Mm. Fine, they mm. wear costume, but it doesn't feel authentic. Mm. Like Finland or Australia or whatever. It doesn't yes. feel through to them. Maybe if it, Of course, maybe if it was in German, it would would have been better. But mm. <laughs> come on, blood and glitter. We want to vote for blood and glitter. <laughs>
0: True. I mean, yeah, three points and the lowest score in the televotes. I mean, uh, no.
2: it's it's not great, is it? They didn't get three points. No, they
0: got fifteen on the televote. Oh, 15. Oh shit! I really need to wear my glasses. Uh, fifteen. Sorry. Yeah, the lowest <laughs> televotes were Spain. Spain. They got five. Um, any? Okay. Let's do it.
1: Rip off the bandage.
0: United Kingdom. What happened? What happened?
1: Why are you asking me?
0: (laughs) Well, you picked her. Oh no, shit! No, you didn't have a national final. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we were giving this song not as many points as France, which was was our favorite from the big five. Uh, But
2: it was a like a close race. I think, in hindsight. I do I do like this song? I, I, I do still enjoy it, but I think it's a nice song for the radio. I don't think it's necessarily a Eurovision Bop. Um I also think that despite what I apparently said on the BBC, um Oh yeah. <laughs> it was I was on radio.
0: Was it radio? Yeah, uh, it was
2: on the bloody website. Oh. Um I don't think her vocal was flawless. I actually don't think it was very good. I mean, the vocal mix was very low. It was quiet anyway, but what you could hear I don't think was great. Um, I don't... Um, the outfit was just not... Not it. I don't know. I, th- that outfit was maybe like... I don't know. Like Christmas party night out, you know? Like it wasn't... I can't even remember what she was wearing, which it is was not just good. Black. Like it was yeah. nothing special. No. I have to say, you know... Really great the way that the crowd got behind her and kept cheering for ages after she finished. I love that. I mean, it was in the UK, so... Yeah, but, I mean, disappointing. Uh, And I did... I read somewhere, allegedly, that someone that knows someone that... Knows someone at TAP knew her. And... TAP being the agent saying... That... Picks for the bbc yeah and that's why they went with her now i say alleged because i don't have any base to that claim um but i think they really should have looked at this is the song we have this is her voice can we pull this off live and clearly they couldn't and i don't know why nobody flagged that up before or thought you know what maybe this isn't going to work
1: hmm And as you said, with Black, I felt like she disappeared on that staging. Yeah. Mm. And if if she can't sing, why do you make her do all the dance moves, walking back and forth, up and down the stairs? Uh, The talking bit was nice. It brought the crowd and uh, Mm. like the firework was amazing. But I really am disappointed. Mm. I really love the song. It's a great pop song. So, yeah send someone who can sing yeah. in mean, better in uk
2: <laughs> i mean i just i don't even know if it would have done better with someone with a better voice i think maybe yeah it's just so. maybe but I, I think so i also think it's just a look at chanel
1: she could move and dance and sing mm.
2: i know but that was that was very different though
1: Hmm.
2: I I just um, yeah
0: I mean as you said like I'm surprised that don't you do of course you hear firstly you hear I don't know how these internal picks works but surely you must like you get sent a song or the BBC gets sent the song and they're like oh this is a nice song um, how does she sound live that would be my second question and with and add some choreo to that, add some dancing, add add something. Just not like standing in a studio, because I'm not gonna say anyone can do that, but like that that's easy for a singer to do, uh, and especially with like auto tune and with backing vocals that are crisp and everything. Like, but put someone on a stage, and then I feel that's like should be the second step of picking an artist and a song for Eurovision when you do like an internal selection because the UK wasn't the only one the only nation or country that didn't do that clearly the Netherlands clearly hadn't heard their artists sing the fucking song live either so it's like what are what are you doing like shouldn't Mm. you listen to how they sing live maybe acoustic or like I don't know, a cappella, like do a fucking idol audition for of it or something. Like, cause if you can't pull that off, then it's like,
2: well, what are we doing here? Isn't there a pattern of something for like the last three years as well that the song that came second or the country that came second comes 25th the year after?
1: No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you saying finland are coming coming like 25th next year well let's get to that later Ooh, but... maybe they <laughs> deserve it um
1: now poor yeah, uk I,
0: yeah i i'm just hoping that this
2: doesn't stop not confirmed. the momentum not confirmed that tap will be uh involved next year yet so which I mean it's a shame maybe I mean of course you could
0: claim that Sam Ryder was a lucky shot like they got lucky with that one and maybe they their roster isn't like big enough to pick from but also on the other hand you could say that oh this was just a bad
2: year I mean they only done it twice I mean you can't you can't have it lucky every time No, but I also feel like it felt like more went into Sam yeah maybe
1: maybe yeah
0: Yeah. and he
1: only stood there and played the guitar
0: (laughs) true but to be fair his voice is amazing yeah um serbia portugal and albania then uh anything we want to mention about them not doing uh that well as expected from me no yeah, I, I didn't really care for any of those songs. I think that Portugal was great watching it live in the arena. Uh, I think her mm-hmm. voice was really good. And also like watching it on the final, I was like, yeah, enjoy this. But I mean, she was
2: going out in second uh, for the final show. So she doesn't need, need any LEDs, any props. It was just hard on her dancers. I do also wonder if maybe Portugal was on a very tight budget. But, I mean, she didn't need it anyway, so...
1: No, she didn't. Yeah, she got I, to I, the I, final, kudos to her. Exactly, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which
0: is, I mean, nowadays we're quite used to Portugal advancing to the final, but look back just after or before Salvador Sobral won, they never qualified. Mm. And now, now they've done that consistently since then. So, I mean... I don't know, I can't remember 2019. I'm not sure about that year, but I mean 2021 qualified. 2022 qualified and got a top 10. And I they did the same in 2019, I believe. I'm just or at,
2: 2021. Just looking at the T towel stuck to the wall. Uh 2019 was an NQ by the looks of things. All right. How does that pull?
0: Oh yeah, no, 2019 was the guy who did the weird dancing and the oh, that was robbed. I was robbed, yeah. Uh, I, can't, I They came in 11th with like one point or something difference. Uh, but yeah, so Portugal are on a good streak. So just for them, looking back at their history, just advancing is a good thing for them. And they got the love from uh, at least the audience and they're always the fan
2: favourite. Up until 2019, they only had a 36% success rate with qualifying. No. That that's that's low.
0: That's low. Yeah. Any mentions in the middle range before we talk top five? I'm surprised about France yeah. in 16. No, total final. Right? Oh. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Spain as well.
0: Yeah. Spain, I mean, Spain was gonna not do well. I was certain of that for quite some time um but france i thought like because we watched that live during the jury show if we call it that for the semi one and the staging was impressive i have to say and she sounded good
2: yeah but also when you saw the clip from that performance and she did the long note towards the end it wasn't good
0: No, it wasn't great
2: no true
0: uh, thoughts about Austria in
1: 15th? No, they didn't bring the energy from the video, no. unfortunately. It was a bit flat. Yeah. yeah, sure. It was a great opener to the final, but mm. then, you go, then you go to the middle.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: true. Um, I think uh, I would like to mention Cyprus. I think they did very well, ended up in 12th. Um. Yeah, Televote and Jury were more or less in sync with that one. Yeah, they were very like this is upper middle, I guess. Um, and then he did a good job. I thought he sounded a bit sour towards the end, uh, of the song during the final. But um, I know I said in our episode when we reviewed Cyprus that uh he couldn't sing uh because I've. I'd only watch the uh, Australia Designs, um, but um, clearly I was wrong because he clearly can't sing. So I take that back. I'm sorry. Andrew Lambro, like Mons said. So let's talk a bit about the top 10 then. Let's start from 10th to 6th. In 10th place, we got Czechia. 9, Australia. 8, Estonia. 7th, belgium and six ukraine surprises here
1: belgium estonia australia
2: <laughs> basically all of them
1: <laughs>
2: um i think i uh, slightly. well actually it was only by two points but slightly surprised but also quite pleased that czechia made it into the top ten
0: yeah i i would say that watching czechia and the live performance, they were probably my biggest grower during the Eurovision week, because I think the staging was really clever, it was really nice, it wasn't too much, it wasn't too little, and I think they sounded good. I still have an issue with the rap part, I have to say, I don't like that particularly much, but in general, um, that I, that definitely... Coming to the final, I was like, Yeah, that deserves a top 10 finish. Also, I know I said it was shit before, so sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry. Um,
2: yeah. Um, Estonia very much propped up by the jury, which yeah, I mean, I know that it's a jury bait song, but I still I don't enjoy the song, so I personally wouldn't have placed it top 10, but you know, well done.
1: No. Me yeah, neither. that's part of the competition, both jury and televotes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know I gave uh in our pre-episodes, I gave Estonia Zero. I still don't care for the song. I think it's boring, it doesn't appeal to me in any way, I don't know what it's about. Uh and I, bridges. What
1: what the fuck <laughs> is that? Bridges. Like that was the slogan in Austria. Okay. <laughs> yeah, building bridges. <laughs> bridges.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's building bridges to. Like, where's she going? Where are you going, it's girl? Just
2: bridges, okay. Okay, yes, bridges. <laughs>
0: building up also building up a wall of bridges. What the f Frank? But does it, that it, mean? It doesn't be data for? Yeah. Uh no. But Belgium she sang well. She sang well, and that's where she got the Eurovotes for. And um
2: and the clever staging, I'd say. Moving on to Belgium. Oh, Belgium. I don't know if you can see this on um, this page that we're looking at. Have a look to see where the televotes, which countries the televotes came from for Belgium and which Um, which countries ignored it.
0: Let's see. Now we is my flag skills here. Where's Belgium? There we go. Belgium got uh, jury scores from a lot of countries, but televotes... Uh, they got from
2: yeah a lot of countries. Interesting to see which countries it came from and which countries ignored it. Oh, you're you're talking Eastern and Western Europe now? Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is. I mean, we have lot there here. That's the jury. Two points. Uh, I'm talking public You're talking public votes. All right, public votes. Germany, France, Norway, Spain, Portugal, Sweden. Slovenia. Well, I've said we should go to Slovenia because I think they're very LGBT friendly. Uh, Denmark, Iceland, UK, Ireland, Netherlands, Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, sure. All the countries giving them giving Belgium televotes. Western, uh, except Slovenia. But we can take them to the Western part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll oh. count them in. I wonder why that was. Mm. I mean, sure. This is going to be off-putting, and that I think we mentioned that in our pre-Eurovision episodes as well. Like, this will be off-putting for a certain part of Europe, and clearly, we still have some work to do, people. Let's celebrate Pride Month in June, but yeah, I'm still so happy that he got the exposure to be in both the semi two and the final. Mm-hmm. He did great with the juries and decent enough to earn with the televotes to earn him a top 10 spot
2: yeah and remember at the start of the season everyone said this was going to boom
0: yeah i mean when i was probably one of them when this song came out from belgium i was like all right this is a shit year you know ended up doing well should we talk then top five yes in the fifth spot was Norway, fourth, Italy, third, Israel, second, Finland, and the winner, the queen of Eurovision, Lorreen from Sweden with Tattoo.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: yeah Uh, i'm not gonna be a petty winner i'm just
2: having fun but all right norway fifth she got the uh she got the kaino treatment from the juries yeah and then the tele vote really came through for her which i'm super happy about
1: she had also good starting order so yes yes
2: Yes. she was uh 20th 20th? yeah
0: yeah
1: and especially with songs that didn't really happen anything. And then number mm. 20, bam. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she she did really well in that. Uh, and I think we mentioned like this will be uh, another um another K-no, really because yeah. it has that televote appeal. Uh but you need to get votes from both. Welcome to Eurovision. Uh Italy in fourth. Yeah, Televote and Jury, pretty much the same.
1: No surprise.
0: No. Did we? I mean, we scored Italy pretty high, I believe. Uh, Uh, I think they were our third uh, when it came to the uh, Big Fives and Ukraine. (laughs) I think the... I'm a bit upset with the fact that they didn't show off the staging enough in Mm. the... um, when you watched it on TV. Because looking at it, because Italy was one of the countries that we saw in the rehearsal on the Monday before semi one, And that jumping thing that they had in the background was really quite impressive. And also towards the last chorus, there was this nice LED effect with sort of like a rainbow. Uh, I mean, hint, hint, his flag thing uh when he came in during the flag parade um i thought that was really beautiful but you didn't really that didn't really go through the tv screen you didn't really see that which i thought was a shame yeah but i mean super solid performance from marco
2: really yeah gorgeous gorgeous that photo of him and Mahmoud together yeah. backstage will live rent free in my head for a long time.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Wank Wednesday <laughs> with Melovision. Uh, no, uh, third. Then this I have to say. This was a surprise for me. Yes, oh, Philip is shaking his head. Israel
1: in third. Why are you <laughs> shaking your head, girl? she can take that fucking unicorn and shove it off <laughs> <up> her <laughs> I'm so tired of all the uh, like bots that Israel have oh like before the final oh she's the queen blah 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 blah, blah, feminine, blah, blah. Oh, oh my god and the beginning is a copy of Lorreen. and uh, the dance break is a copy of Chanel
2: yeah God.
1: alright um
0: Okay, you have feelings,
1: <laughs> yeah. Not deserved a third place.
2: Mm,
1: Top ten, I, yes, but not the third place.
2: I yeah. think I am. Um, I'm surprised the juries went for it as much as they did. I didn't think that would happen. Um, no, I think really though the overall package was very good, but we watched it back again earlier, and I have to say, I don't think the vocals were great. I thought it oh. sounded a bit pitchy, a bit whiny in places. Um, I I think, um, especially the bit at the end, where she does the dance break, really saved it, uh, elevated it. Uh, I should say probably rather than saved. But I mean, I enjoy the song. I like, I really like the performance. But I think, yeah, vocals weren't quite there for me. So I'm slightly surprised it came third. But I think also the I think the running order really helped her as well going. Uh, going number 23 oh yeah i didn't realize she was that she had that good okay
0: 23rd all right uh, yeah that's that's a good spot um yeah. i i swear i like the song i do agree that she didn't sound her best in the final um yeah it's um it's a tricky one for me because i like the song but I'm not, it's like the quite opposite of Chanel. I I don't really listen to Chanel's song, but I love watching that live performance because she sounds great. She moves like a fucking demon on stage and is amazing. But I don't really listen to it without watching it, if you know what I mean? Mm. And this is the quite opposite. I love the song on the playlist. But this performance, I will not watch back, because it's not good. Period. It's just, she doesn't sound good, I don't like her pronunciation, I'm sorry, I know everyone can't speak English super well, I know I don't, but like, no. It's, no. I have a hard time with it. And also, she sounds a bit off, that's the
2: biggest thing. She sounds off. I don't think it's the easiest song to sing either, though there's a lot of really long fairly high notes in it as well, and I think you have to be a really good singer to pull that off, so, yeah.
0: I was thinking, what if an artist like Sara Lauchon did this song? I would just love to hear that, like a powerful voice, uh, and we know she's not a great dancer, she can move a bit, she's a sort of a Kylie on stage, like she can move, she can do, pull some moves, but uh, I would love to hear that. Like, a really like I, I come at you like a unicorn. You know? Well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. well.
2: Well. I You know, I like Zara Lawson, but I think that her voice would maybe be a bit too grating for that song.
1: Mm. Yeah
0: yeah maybe just a thought mm. i just thought about it when we watched it earlier okay in second place the runner-up of eurovision 2023 finland with chat chat Cha 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 chat cha, cha. Cha. well deserved um, well deserved i i have to say i still love the song uh I think it's great. I think it's fun. I love him. He's a fucking he's a fucking star. Uh bad loser. sore loser, sure. But he is uh up until that point I thought he was adorable in interviews. Uh I loved watching his TikToks, Insta reels being like it's crazy, it's parity. Uh and he had a that like glimpse in his eye it was like, you know. Um, But to be fair, when he sung that song, especially towards the end, I thought it was awkward. When he did the singing part towards the end, it did not sound good. No. It sounded off key and it sounded like a karaoke on a Finland cruise. I mean, he's not a singer. He's not a singer, no. And that's, no one can say anything else. Honestly, that's on period.
1: <laughs> that's fact. <laughs> that's fact,
0: like, that, those vocals towards the end are not good. Like it doesn't. It's just like, oh my god, what's happening now? Oh no! And they tried to fix it towards the final because they, I think, they picked it up from the semi one. And they tried to fix it with to add like an echo or some auto tune probably, but it's still like it's so apparent that, all right, dude, let's not sing this. Let's do all of this backup vocals instead, and you just ride that human
2: centipede, you know. I mean, it's it's a great show, and I can, I can really understand why people liked it and why they wanted it to win. But I think for me, it just vocally wasn't there, and I think it was a lot more style over substance and hype for me, and especially yeah. as the week went on in Liverpool, and the more hyped it got, the more it put me off it. Yeah, this is a song
0: with an, I feel, an expiration date. Mm. There is a time and period where you're going to go. I don't want to hear this anymore. And to me, I think the resemblance that people have been doing with Varka Serdutschka is so on point because I'm so sick and tired of Varka. Like, I don't want to see her no more. And I don't want to listen to that fucking song. And I think in 10 years' time, I will feel the same about this. Mm. Whereas the winner, I won't. <laughs> Who won? Who won? <laughs> let's, let's hear Philip. I mean, we you gave Finland 12 points, right? Yes. We all did. Yeah. We all did. Yeah. We yeah. Actually, before you come at us in the comments, we gave... All all of us, including our guest on that episode, get, gave Finland 12 points. And I still have the fucking nail polish, the green nail polish that I wore all weekend in Liverpool to support Finland. So don't come
2: at me in the comments for not being a supporter. I love the song. Can I also say Joachim refused to go out with me and buy nail polish removal, <laughs> so I had to pack it off myself. Well, I picked Awful. some of it off. Awful. But, yeah. I still have my green nails, so don't
0: come for me. Mains will still Yeah, bit uh, yeah. Philip, Finland. Yes. Thoughts?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, You have said it all. Uh, I, uh, he's amazing, the song is amazing. It's uh, a great performance, like the cha-cha-cha, the two first minutes perfection. Uh, but then the singing part it goes <laughs> rock bottom, but towards the end, it gets a little bit better because they bring that cha-cha-cha back in. Um, and we all knew it's gonna be the televoting winner. Uh, and the big question was how well he was going to do with the juries. He came in for amazing. With such bad bad vocals. Yeah, (laughs) I think that was generous. And we got uh, two 12 points from Sweden and Norway. Yeah. Uh, Juries. But, yeah. Yeah, the betting was correct. You came in second.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Uh... also,
1: I would like... It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah yeah i I don't know really what to say i'm a little bit over the the bad loser that finland is Mm -hmm. they always a bad loser when it comes to sports or -hmm. competitions in general but they will get over it yeah uh they got not the first we got eurovision first yeah
0: exactly Mm -hmm. um how, how did you feel about the song when we came around to the final? Were you tired of mm. it? Did you still enjoy it or did I still you enjoy it?
1: it. I, mm. I still enjoyed it. Um, I did not I sometimes I felt like the performance was a little bit messy. Maybe it was just the camera angles. Mm. For me that was messy, but of course it was not my favorite on the night. <laughs> I had another song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, yeah. I mean, I you we mentioned that we were quite surprised that he did so well with the juries. Um why do you think that is? Why did he I mean because I can see the appeal of the song and I mean he got jury votes from a lot of countries, a lot of countries. Um hmm. why why? Because the thing is for me, this still has, it has clearly, it has uh, a point of view, it has a signature style, it's very unique uh, for the competition, Um, so clearly it has something that was drawing both the audience, obviously, uh the public and the juries because he still I mean
2: he did super well I think it was just unlike anything else the whole night yeah it really stood out and I think also um it was him yeah Mm. going you know end of first half as well it doesn't hurt does it so oh no Oh no, absolutely.
1: No, and also, I feel like if I overanalyze things now, I would like, no. (laughs) We won. (laughs) Sorry. Mm, Yeah. But yeah, uh, what could Finland have done to beat Sweden? Um, I mean, the thing is,
0: like, this is. Maybe
1: better vocals.
0: Better vocals, and probably, like, I would say the genre is. Of this song is the genre that probably will never appeal to a large amount of people you know what i mean like rap rock which are the core elements of the song is genres that are quite far out compared to what loreen was serving or what italy was serving uh so it's very like, as we mentioned, I think we talked about it in our pre-episode, like either you hate it or you love it. And clearly not enough jurors nor televoters loved it enough to win it. Period. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing, like, because otherwise this would have been like uh Kalouche Orchestra slash Salvador Sobral Runaway Win because yeah. then both the jury and the televotes would have been like going bananas over it. But it's it's
2: always tricky when you go a bit far left, you know. Actually, I think those two genres are very popular. I just don't know if. Are they though? Ripe like, and wrong. No. In general, yeah. But for Eurovision? Mm, mm. I don't know.
0: I think the Eurovision audience and especially and of course the jurors as well are a bit conservative. Um, I mean we don't want something really like thrown in our face unless it's pure and honest because also the thing with Kalia is that it can come across and i think can it does come across as a bit of a joke in comparison with like Mona Skin which like which was like rock at its core it was just yeah. like wow you know yeah uh,
1: like but- is this an act or is this really him? you know
0: yeah exactly and i mean talking about when televotes rule Eurovision we had a rock band winning back then as well but that was a rock band which i would say isn't really a good rock song and that was finland hard rock hallelujah which is a shit rock song to be honest i mean ask any diehard hard hard rock fan and they will say oh that's fucking <laughs> rotten yeah, yeah it's a rotten rock song and it's just a gimmick with the costumes and everything. And I think Caria
2: falls under that gimmicky thing as well. But I mean, we also, I suppose, we do also have to give him credit for really running away with the televote. Like sec- he was running away. Yeah, joint highest or joint second highest ever? Kalouche uh, got definitely more. Yeah, but I think it was joint joint second highest televote with um, what's his face from Portugal. Salvador. Yeah. Oh Salvador. Oh yeah. Salvador yeah. yeah. So, I mean the public really did go for it. There's no there's no denying that. Let me just look at uh two
0: thousand and eight uh, seventeen, right? Uh yes. Uh Portugal got three hundred and no, 300... seventy-six. And Caria got three hundred and seventy no three hundred and seventy-six. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was looking at Sweden. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Joint second highest televote, televote score.
2: That's good.
0: Really good. Yeah. But then we come, I mean, we are one and a half hour in and we haven't even got to Um uh, The winner was So hello guys, it's present time Joachim here. I'm gonna start my drunk ass right there because you've been listening to us going on for over an hour now so to hear all the rest of our drunken chatter. Please subscribe to our podcast. And follow us on our social media. To hear how this one ends. Because you do not want to miss the ending of this one. In the second part. We will talk about our winner Loreen. What went down in the fandom after she had won. And of course. Where are we heading in Sweden next year. You don't want to miss that. Thank you so much for listening. And see you again very very soon. back.